Hello and you're very welcome back to part three of my audio manifesto, during which I discuss what is in my 20-page manifesto for my run for the USI Vice President for the Dublin region. We'll pick up where we left off on page eight, discussing my policy about the forgotten few. Page eight, the forgotten few. Colleges around the country have been told they'll go online and stay online, and that's that. This is not acceptable. Mental health issues, complaints and dropouts have skyrocketed as a result of this. And yet, when do we hear the plight of our students being raised on the floor of the doll? The government is not giving third-level students the attention they deserve. This is nothing new. But in previous years, we could take to the streets to remind them. COVID-19 has understandably curbed in-person protests. But as soon as it is permissible, direct action is what's needed. Although until this point the Department of Higher Education hasn't been much use, its very creation shows that there is at least the possibility that they will listen to us and our needs. If there is still no improvement engagement once the pandemic has abated, it will once again be time to return to the radical days of the student movement's past. Highlighted quote from the page, Colleges around the country have been told they'll go online and stay online. And that's that. This is not acceptable. Page 9. Promoting the USI. The USI has a long and important history on the island of Ireland and has been the source of huge positive change for our students. From lowering the voter age to the recent referenda on marriage equality in the Eighth Amendment, the USI has constantly been at the forefront of progressive movements for change. For over 60 years, USI representation has led to access of information on abortion and the abolition of third-level fees in the late 90s. The USI has done and continues to do fantastic work. We need to effectively broadcast what we do to the students of Ireland and let them know how we work for them. Instagram, Facebook and Twitter remain as important as ever in the social media landscape. But the platforms that young people use most often are changing. The USI needs to adapt and use these methods to promote and engage with students in the Dublin region. The use of news sites like TikTok and the increased visibility of the USI on various radio stations, podcasts and other forms of media that students regularly interact with must be pushed to raise the profile and therefore the effectiveness of the USI amongst the general student population. With the move to online hastened by the COVID-19 pandemic, we must ensure that we communicate with students and that as many as possible recognise and are inspired by the power of the student movement. Page 10. Education for all. Ireland has the highest third-level fees in the EU. Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Germany and Finland all have free tuition for the vast majority of undergraduate students. In 1996, in one of the bravest decisions taken by an Irish government, third-level fees were scrapped completely. But slowly, they were reintroduced, increased and now they stand at their current unsustainable level. The USI has launched its hugely important Education for All campaign, and as an elected member of the Campaign Strategy Committee, I contributed to the planning and execution of this vital initiative. As part of TCDSU, I fully supported and continue to support the campaign through social media support and the establishment of our pledge, which has been signed by several thousand Trinity students so far. Highlighted quote from the page, In 1996, in one of the bravest decisions taken by an Irish government, third-level fees were scrapped completely. But slowly, they were reintroduced, increased, and now they stand at their current unsustainable level. Page 11. Education for all. This year has highlighted how exorbitant third-level fees are in this country. But we must not simply argue for a refund this year and acquiesce to the transactional model of educational that only benefits the institutions rather than the students. We must harness this anger and let the government know just how angry students are at this ridiculous cost. Just as USI President Helen O'Sullivan, numerous other groups and the 15,000 students who took to the streets in 1994 to demand radical change, we must remind the government that students will be forgotten no longer. 
Considering the process of scrapping third level fees began the year after that mammoth march, one thing is clear, direct action works. Highlighted quote from the page, Considering the process of scrapping third level fees began the year after that mammoth march, one thing is clear, direct action works. Page 12, Nilayan Tin Tong. One of the toughest parts of attending college in this country, and especially in this city, is finding a place to live. According to the latest accommodation rankings by ECA International, Dublin's rent prices are the fifth most expensive in Europe, coming in as pricier than Berlin, Madrid and Paris. While renting as a family or a young professional is tough enough, renting as a student adds another layer of challenges to an already difficult task. Many landlords simply refuse to rent to students. If they do manage to find accommodation, it is often without a lease and cash in hand, giving student renters very little recourse if a landlord simply decides to evict them. Because of the scarcity of accommodation that will take students, the prices are often ridiculously high, if it can be even found at all. If a student decides they want a secure lease and to live amongst other students, they can turn to their college accommodation for what you would presume would be an affordable option to assist their students. This is no longer the case. The room I shared in Trinity Halls in 2016-17 has gone up more than 20% in the past four years. As far as I'm aware, nothing major has changed. College has decided that because of the lack of supply for students, it can get away with charging ridiculous rates to their own students. This same situation has happened in nearly every college around the country. It is simply not good enough. Page 13, Elaine Tinton. If a student decides to turn to private student accommodation, the price can be even higher. To stay in a single room in the new mill accommodation complex in Dublin 8, prices start at €1,050 per month. Per month. For a student working part-time to pay their way through college, they would have to at least work three days a week just to cover the cost of their room, before the cost of college, day-to-day expenses and food are even considered. This is simply unsustainable. The cost of college coupled with the price of accommodation means third-level education is quickly becoming unaffordable to everyone but the wealthiest. We need to come together to demand our universities not only halt the annual raising of their accommodation rates, but lower them to sustainable levels. The recent hashtag pass the bill campaign by the USI is an excellent start, but it is only the beginning. We must also lobby the government to protest the further construction of these rip-off private student accommodation blocks and introduce strict rent controls for these developments. In what should give some hope, the minister banned the further development of co-living blocks late last year. The political will is there if we protest loud enough. Strict rent controls for purpose-built student accommodation, private or college provided, is beyond overdue. And that's part three of my audio manifesto. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch. And in the next part, part four, we'll be continuing on to page 14. Remember to back UMAC for Dublin from the 6th to 8th of April at the USI Congress.